Also, I started going to the gym five days a week. How's that going? Immediately derailed because I woke up on Monday sick. Oh, Literally, I went the first week was last week. I went five days in a row. And I was like, all right, got to keep it going. Woke up on Monday, sick. I was like, you motherfucker. See, that's why I try not to pressure myself to go um, certain like days in a row. I At least as, I, as long as I get four to five days in the week, I try. If I get two days off in a row, like it doesn't I, bother me. For me, it you need that I, hard because otherwise I won't do it. Gotcha. Like, and I'm because I'm awful at forming habits. Like last week, I so actually I just need a- like the the it, it it feels nice in my head to be Monday Friday. Gotcha. Like, and Saturday Sunday you're good. You uh, know, like last week I took almost the whole week off, and then this week I just got right back into it. Yeah. So. I'm still like recovering. I'm fine now. Right. I just have a bit of a cough every now and right. then, a little nasally. But um, so if I feel better tomorrow, I might try to go, um, or I'll just restart on Monday. But it was such an annoyance to be derailed immediately. immediately. Yeah, I can understand that. Because uh, it's like I really need to like start being more active and like lose weight and better. Yeah, um, I feel you. But yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna cut <laughs> that all out. Leave that in. No explanation <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Animated Podcast. I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, followed by Culture Corner host, Sage. That's me. And, and I have red hair. She does have red hair now. Um, and the culture today is movies. It's gunfu. That's the culture for the day. It, it, that's true, because Sage has apparently rewatched all of the drama. I didn't want you watch the fourth one, because I don't think that's like available on digital yet. Is it not? It I could be, so. and I just didn't look for it, or maybe you have to purchase it. Probably. Um, I didn't see it like on a streaming service, but I could absolutely be incorrect. Um, but I did recently rewatch one through four. And I mean, I watched the fourth one in theaters, so I have like a pretty clear recollection of it, you know? Peacock. Oh, see, I don't have Peacock, so I'll go fuck myself. Yeah. Um, Who the fuck does? Let's be honest here. Anyway. But they seem to get licensing for like literally everything. Because they do own a lot of things. Do they own, um... Universal? Or is Universal, like, with them? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Anyway. Yeah, so I was re- recently re-watching the John Wick movies, and boy howdies. Those movies never disappoint. Like, I... Apparently there's a show that just either just came out or is about to come out. The Continental. Yeah, um, that is about to come out, I believe. Also, I believe Universal is under Peacock. That's what I thought. Anyway. Anyway. um, But yeah, no, I just think they're such fun movies. And watching Keanu Reeves kill like 748 guys because they killed his dog and Mm -hmm. stole his car. I'm like, "Ah, I think this is the true meaning of They stole his chance to grieve. I know, but isn't it just so much funnier to put it in the phrases of because they killed his dog? Yeah. Like, yeah, the dog meant more than it just being a physical living dog. Yeah. But the idea that they're... Because, like, throughout the movie, they're like, he took his... He killed his dog and stole his car. I (laughs) And everyone's like, yes, this is an understandable rampage. When, um... It's John Leguizamo, right? He punches, uh, uh... Alfie Allen, is that his name? I think so. I was going to say that his name from... Theon. Yeah, Theon. I don't know that his last name is Allen, but I'm pretty sure his first name is Alfie. But yeah, when he just... Alfie Allen. Woo! When he just decks him. him. Yeah, I heard you hit my son. 
Yeah, well... Uh, uh, he stole John Wick's car. And killed his dog. Yeah. Oh. Just hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, as an aside, you know, people don't do this anymore to, just, to signify talking on the I, phone. I saw that. They, <laughs> I saw that recently, I think, um, on, like, Instagram or something that, like... Yeah, this I was guess a TikTok you, thing like a y- while young ago. people now do this. Yep. Like which like makes your sense. Whole, I know that makes complete sense, but because I've always done this to mm-hmm. signify like a landline phone or just because we had flip phones. Even then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this just makes so much sense to me mm-hmm. that I can't no. go like that. Like that feels weird. Like yeah. that's if I went like this, I would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. What's that supposed to like signify? Right. Anyway, this is a side tangent. Is this a sign of my age? Am I getting old? Well, I think, I mean, by that justification, we're all old. I guess so. We just experienced flip phones for long enough to be like, yeah. I never thought about it as flip phone. I always felt, felt, thought of it as like, uh, like, you know, like your house phone. Yeah, I think both. That was like with the. Yeah. I always thought of it as both though. Mm. I mean, yeah. Clicking it, but also like like, the flip phone, the flip phones. No, you're, you're right. But yeah. I mean, you do hold the flip phone like this, but still. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> anyway, regardless. <laughs> We're old people get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we still have better taste than any of you, so. Yeah. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, that's why we're the cultured ones. Exactly. But anyway, uh, so so you watched one through three. One through three, and then I watched the fourth one in theaters earlier this year. Right. Um, okay. Which, the fourth movie... One, I'm. I love that. Also, I mean, it's been a, a minute, but with spoilers for yeah, just the John in case. Wick movies, just yeah. in general. Um, one, I love that the whole through line, right? Is like, okay, movie one, wife dies. The symbol of him grieving dies. Yep. He goes and slaughters everyone and their mother. Mm-hmm. You get a rad fucking uh, nightclub scene. Yeah. With uh, awesome music playing in it. Oh, fucking in, love. Think. In in the, no, I don't know if it's the nightclub scene, but there is one song from the soundtrack that I love. I think it's called Spirals. Mm. And my only gripe is it's only 58 seconds long like i oh could, it's like part of the the movie's soundtrack yeah like i could i could listen to that song for like 10 minutes straight it's I, so good i think th- i have the i have the f- entire first movie soundtrack on my phone mm. or i um you know <laughs> but um i think i think is 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 just an incredible song because that's not that's not even from them that's you know something that already pre-existed prior right but uh oh it's so fucking good yeah but i i just love that it's like okay so this is movie one he has to get vengeance and then movie two is kind of like carrying he gets his vengeance and then the brother of who he killed their entire like fucking clan or whatever is like oh john wick he killed my brother my nephew blah 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 right and then John Wick is, like, trying to get his own shit sorted. He goes to Italy. He arrives in Italy, and they're like, are you here to kill the Pope? <laughs> like, that's their immediate first thought. He's like, no. Nah, yeah. I got my own shit to handle. I'm not here to kill the Pope. <laughs> uh-huh. And then um, I can't remember his name, but the guy who's, like, fanboying over him. Yeah, the... Um, isn't that in the third movie? Is that the third movie? Oh, I think you're right. Um, 
the third movie is the fanboy, which I just love that. Like that character dynamic is so funny to me. Every time we get, he tries to sit closer and he keeps moving away. And then, and then in the third movie we get Halle Berry. I also just these movies and they're just appreciation of dogs. Uh huh. It's so good. Well, once you kill one, everything else has to be treated very well. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I. Th- I think out of all the movies, um, two is the weakest, quote unquote, just because it feels, I don't know, like something about it feels a little less grounded, even though three and four get uh, like crazy. Right. But like something about it feels a little less like grounded and the story itself feels a tad weaker than the others. I could agree with that. Um, and like, I feel like that's like such like a broad explanation, but like, I can't really, cause I, I haven't, I, I didn't just rewatch them, right? but like based on my memory, I feel like, and I still love these movies. I think they're all st- solid, like four and a half to fives all around. Right. Um, but I do think that the second, at least from my memory is the, the weakest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're all still incredible because i'm i'm a huge uh, i'm a huge slut for fight choreography and these movies are 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 like orgasm one after another you know like you're not getting out of that theater clean i think it's so interesting that like keanu reeves pre john wick movies was like known primarily for the matrix right and then john wick happens and most people now know keanu reeves for john wick yeah which i feel like the Matrix. That, that that's the fourth movie that came. Resurrection, whatever that. Yeah, one that was. was the fourth one. Not great. I didn't watch it. Just I mean, kidding. The just Matrix was whatever. never really for me. But um, yeah, honestly, first one's the only one's really worth it. I just remember being like nine or ten years old, and I don't even know which Matrix movie this was, but it was. I knew it was the Matrix, and they were what my family was watching on like VHS tape, mm-hmm. and. I remember it being scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I was also like nine years old. <laughs> right. Um, and so I just could never get into it, even though like I've watched it again, like as an adult. Right. It's just not for me. The first one's the only one that I think is actually worth it. Yeah. All the others are just kind of whatever. Um, they, they get really up their own ass. Oh. You know? It's a, so... Is it which one is it where it's like um, Keanu Reeves and he's in that like room with all like the TV screens? Is that the third one? I believe that is the third. One. So if if I remember correctly, in that scene, they're like, "Oh, everything that's happened, like what what was it? Something like already planned out, or like." We knew all of this would happen, blah, blah, well, blah. Well, yeah, because he's the... The one. The maker or whatever. The one he's talking to. Right. Yeah. So, and people I remember were upset about that. So what happens in the fourth one? It's... So, like, him and... So, it turns out he isn't dead. Because in the end of the third one, he dies. But he doesn't. And Trinity is also still alive. Right. 
But the fourth one is set like much later, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the exact amount of time between the, in real life. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and people are still going into the Matrix and they find Neo. And so they're trying to free him. And he's stuck in like another simulation where he made a game about the Matrix. Because he's a game developer in this one. Neo? Yeah. And, um, well, he, yeah, that's the simulation he's trapped in. Oh, okay. Um, and he keeps, like, running into Trinity in there. But, like, and they keep kind of, like, having these moments. But, like, she's a family and kids and, and whatever. And, um, and so, like. <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> you talk for a second. I'm going to pull okay. it up real quick while, just while, to remind myself. While Mike finds the synopsis for the Matrix Resurrection. Because I don't want to get it like completely wrong. Because I'm like I'm just like sidelining it in my own head as I'm, I'm talking about it because I just didn't like I'm it. I'm just going to talk about how much I love the aesthetic and the world building of John Wick movies in general. The world building like, is fucking every, insane. Everything is just so cool. It's just dripping and oozing with coolness. And I know cool is kind of like a bad word to describe things because it's so plain, you know? Uh, it's kind of vague. But that's what it is. Everything just oozes coolness. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just really, I always love the mixture of this kind of like vintage style, but also hyper modernized at the same time. And the combination of those two aesthetics together. Right. So, like, you have the girls who do, like, the the coded radio show and, like, what um, contracts are out, right? And they all have, like, that kind of 50s rockabilly kind of look going on, but they're all tatted up and, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they have, like, the typewriters and the older computers... I just, I just love it. Like, the aesthetic of everything look, is incredible. But then you also have just, like, guys in their houses with their fucking iPhones, you right. know? And they all exist in the same world. Yeah. And I like how, the like, the hard set rules of the continental and that there's international continentals. You just reminded me. Fun, fun uh, rule of thumb for the movie universe and TV in general. If a character has an iPhone... They're not evil. What? They they're not allowed. <laughs> Apple doesn't Apple doesn't let uh, let villains have iPhones. I was, that's so funny. So if somebody has an Apple product, they are not evil. So so next time I'm watching something and I see somebody who looks suspicious and they have an iPhone, I can be like, rest assured, they're not evil. Uh, unless that changed, but uh, I, that was like a big rule of thumb. That uh, and if, if if somebody has an iPhone, they're not evil. That's so fun. Actually, I feel it's like, like how The Rock has in his contract that he can't lose a fight. Apple has in theirs thing you can't. I feel like that might. I think also like, isn't aren't you not allowed to like destroy Apple products on film? That also might be true. Like um, like I know in the network. They like smash the MacBook, but do we see? Do do they say that it's a MacBook, or like do they show that it's a MacBook, or they're just smashing like a vague computer? 
Apple will prom, uh, per, uh, permit film productions to use its on, uh, products on screen, but with one big caveat, villains can't have iPhones. So, or can't have an app, uh, iPhone on camera. So, anyone that has an iPhone, they're not the villain. Wow. That's a, that's a big thing because of uh, Knives Out in the first movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, trying to figure it out. And he was like, and he learned, uh, the director learned about this. And he was like, all right, well, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, so he wanted the villain to have an iPhone and they were like, no? He, I think he was just asking about it and they were That's like. That's so funny. But yeah, so no villain will ever have an iPhone. So if you want to, if you, if you want to keep a track of that, uh, if you ever think somebody's bad and then they have an iPhone, they're not. Interesting. I know in, um, what, Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Where Miles, he like, um, not Miles, but Blanc is like, oh, do we get an iPad if we win? Right. So there's a scene where Miles throws the iPad at him, yeah. but they can't show him throwing the iPad. It's just like leaves his hand and then it cuts to like him catching it. Right. <laughs> Which I think is so funny now that you say that. Yeah. No villain can have an iPhone. So, yep. yeah. Um. Just the aesthetic. Everything looks so great. I, if if Keanu Reeves, not just John Wick, but if Keanu Reeves decides for the rest of his life he only wants to wear black turtlenecks with black tapered suits, uh-huh. I will not complain. Okay. I, 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 I would be okay with that forever. It just looks so good on him specifically because he's very, like, tall and, like, long. Right. And it just makes him look even taller and longer. And it just He's a very him. lanky man. Yeah, but, like, it's just so tailored to his body and it looks so excellent and crisp. Dude's... Dude, uh, somehow, at, you know, infinite age, unaging self he is. He's, like, a thousand at this point. Uh, Is going around throwing people around like nobody's fucking business. Like... And it's rad as hell. He makes it like his commitment to the to the craft is fucking awesome. It's in, it's insane too because I feel okay. So he's fifty nine. Wild. So, so let's say John Wick four during filming he was maybe the youngest fifty seven. Right. Do you should see the shit he goes through in John Wick four. Uh huh. Like, why are we letting this elderly man? <laughs> because he can. Get this shit Dude, down. he could kill. He could kill you with a pencil. He absolutely could. We and, see it happen, and, and, and we would thank him. Honestly, yeah. Like, if one day, like, if when I die, okay. and death comes knocking on my door to like take me into the afterlife, if it's Keanu Reeves. I would just be like, it's just fine. Keanu Reeves as death. As death. I would be like, there's there's no complaints. Just take me. It's fine. I will not fight back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Um, but, like, th- those movies are just... And each one somehow... Again, I think two might be the only misstep for me. But I think each movie, even as a misstep, I still think each movie gets progressively better. I agree. Um... And I I will say that I think one is the most solid contained story. Yeah. But in terms of everything else, like the world building and the and the aesthetic just keeps getting better. Also in the fourth one, 
with and the character and the action with um pennywise is the villain his name i can't actually remember bill skarsgård yes thank you um it is bill right uh, yes i think it is bill but the scene where he's talking to um the new york continental manager and they're mm-hmm. in in like the museum they got to shoot at the actual louvre like as so cool mm-hmm. god i i felt so sad when um when carry on, uh carry on no because uh, he's named after the fucking uh, Greek god. I think it's Carrion. I don't know. Whatever. The 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 um. And now I'm spacing oh. on the regular word. The the dude that works the the table for the the, the Continental. The desk. Yes. Whose um, name I'm forgetting. Um, but Carrion, right? Isn't that his? I thought his name was Sharon. Sharon. It's something like that because it's based on the Greek. God. I know, but I don't know how to pronounce right. it properly. Exactly. So I'm just gonna say it in like the worst American way possible. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Well, either way. Um, um, when he died. When he died, especially because it was after he did die in real right. life. Right. And I was like, well, that works out really well for the character. They don't have to make a bullshit excuse to write it off. Right. But also, oh God, I was I like, know. Oh, it hurts so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, but it was such a great scene for that though too. And it yeah. led to a great moment at the end, um, which, it, you know, now we're, did he die? Did he not die? Right. Um, I think he died. I don't think he did. It mm-hmm. feels very Cowboy Bebop-esque. He I know. dies on the stairs. Like he I know, but it, even in Cowboy Bebop, are you going to tell me that, that Spike doesn't die? No, Spike didn't die. Like, how much more of an epic Spike conclusion he death scene? He survived worse. Do you, but but, but j- just think oh. of the iconicness. Like, come on. Nah, look, man. Like, he, if he's going to die... He's going to die in his own way. And John got to do the same because he he finished all his obligations. And even even earlier in the movie, right, because they're talking about Sharon, Sharon. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, Him and they're saying like, oh, the only thing I put on his gravestone was friend. Right. And then John is like, I want loving husband on my gravestone. Right. Because he knows he's eventually going to kick the bucket. Like, how long can this man be fighting these goons off? You know what I mean? Right. Um, like, I feel like he at that last moment, like, he's definitely dead. Because then he's like, okay, I fulfilled all my obligations. There's nothing tethering me to this world anymore. You know what I mean? So I can go. Right. I feel like he definitely died. <laughs> uh, I... I, I'm on the fence that he lived and really? that he just used that as an excuse to leave uh, to, to get out again. Yeah. Especially if they make another one, like, like, cause I feel like, again, even if you believe he died, right. If they make another one, the way that they wrote it, I feel like is ambiguous enough for you to have accepted that he did live. I think you're correct, but I think if they one something that tells me he died, they're doing this continental show, which hasn't come out yet. It's a prequel. All right, never mind. Throw my throw what I was going to say right out the window right away. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but I think if they continue like the John Wick universe 
without John Wick? Yes, it is a prequel because it is uh, young Winston. Oh, okay. Uh, dealing with uh, the Continental. Gotcha. Mel Gibson's playing the uh, the, the uh, head or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I think if they continue to go move forward with the John Wick series, right? I think they've established like a lot of characters at this point throughout. Oh, I would be four uh, movies. If they want to give me, but one even of the girl. characters that we only get one of, like in each one movie, right? Like, and they were like, okay, now we're gonna follow like this person's journey. Yeah, I they would give me the girl. So okay with that. Uh, from the fourth or um the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're getting the ballerina movie. Right. Oh, Day Armas. Right. Uh, whenever that happens, um, which. I'm sure will be great. Right. Um, fucking love Ana de Armas. Although I feel like we probably wouldn't get one with like Halle Berry as the main. Probably not. I wouldn't mind it though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind like a one-off. No, I wouldn't mind it either. I just can't see it happening because, and I, I don't mean to say this in, like I think it's a bad thing, but just think about this in like Hollywood structure, right? I think they wouldn't do a Halle Berry movie in the John Wick universe solo because they have Halle Berry is what like 50 she's around his age somewhere maybe yeah. a little bit older at this point and I personally don't agree with this but Hollywood is 57. not okay so she's 57 I mean if I look like Halle Berry at 57 I will have literally zero complaints but Hollywood as we've seen time and time again does not favor older women yeah but she rocked the third movie you're right she was only in it for like i agree 30 minutes i agree maybe. no she was not even in that for 30 minutes she was maybe in there for like 10. i agree i really liked her addition in the third movie but the problem is and this is what i think if they ever decided to like think about making one i think this is what would happen they would say halle berry is 57 years old she will be too old for them to like franchise her out. You know what I'm saying? Right, but I I feel like, like you they, don't think that they would give her a one-off. No. They'd want to franchise it. I don't think they would want to do a one-off because if you think like let's say they do a one-off with her mm-hmm. and then a one-off with the daughter from the fourth movie who I'm mm-hmm. very sorry I don't remember her name. Um and then let's say they do the ballerina one like you're saying with uh Ana de Armas and then maybe if they really felt like it, they brought Perkins back in some way, right? Her name was Akira. Okay. Um, right? So let's say they did like a like Avengers-style one-off movies. Mm-hmm. Would, do you not... Yeah, she's a singer. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, do you not think they would want to like... She's 33. Do a... What? Movie with all four of them later? Nah, I... All right. Because you know Hollywood probably. That's what I'm saying. But I like to hope that the creators of John Wick's universe have proven themselves good enough by four movies in a row making a fucking mint. Right. That they can have their own little sphere of control and be like, we're just doing some one offs. They'll make you money. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I mean, I would also really like that because. If they did choose to do a standalone movie with Halle Berry as the main that we follow for that movie, and it's like her and her dogs just tearing people up, mm-hmm. I my butt would be the first one in the seat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think she did 
really, really well in those in that third movie. Like, I felt like she was really holding her own, especially right. up against Keanu Reeves, who has already established himself to be like. Yeah, she put super, in the fucking work. Yeah, super good physicality wise, like training with the guns kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does not get overshadowed by him in yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So if they chose to do a standalone, I would be like, this is excellent. This is a great choice on your guys' end. I just don't think they would choose to do it. Yeah. Also, we still have like very little information about the ballerina movie. Just that it's existing and like, coming out next year, theoretically. But who knows how far that... I don't even know if they finished it. So, like, I don't even know if the strike is pushing this back. Oh, like... So, but there's a full cast and everything already uh, I mean, done? Yeah, we, we or they just announced the, that they were going to the do it and be, that's all we know? No, we know a bunch of the people that are going to be in it. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be taking place between three and four. Okay. Um, The film is scheduled for release in 2024. Um, let's see. Um, Ballerina was officially announced in 2022. Um, began uh, it's 2022 by November. The rest of the cast was rounded out. Principal photography began soon after. So I'm gonna guess strike probably affected this somehow. I feel like it would soon after November. So let's see. Say they started in December. Right. December, January, February, March, April. Uh, when did the strike start? March? No, summer, right? Yeah, summertime. I think maybe like June. So like six, seven months? Maybe. I feel like maybe they finished. It doesn't even list that they finished filming though, so. May- if, if I can imagine they did like a bulk of the filming and then maybe they have like possible reshoots to get through ballerina was in post-production february 2023 oh okay okay so it did make it to post-production oh okay which means well unless they need adr which they can't right, that's, do that, or but, if they have to do any reshoots yeah but they at least finished main shooting apparently okay so there's that um but regardless right. um yeah i i I would like to think that they could hopefully because the franchise is John Wick and sure if they're not going to make another one they'd probably want someone else to be a franchise somewhere. Right. Because Hollywood. But I would like to think that they could get away with some solos. Right. And Halle Berry could be a solo and 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 uh Akira could be a solo. Or you could make the series with Akira or Ballerina. Right. I mean I, but, like, I, I think they could at least hopefully justify a solo or two. Right. Um, and, but you're right. I mean, the the amount of characters that we get that we that people would absolutely be down to, to sit in a fucking theater and watch an entire movie of them. Um, because the world building's insane. Yeah, you, I the feel amount like the of work- shit that's going on that you're like, I want to know what, more. What works so well with the world building is... You can, one, it feels tangible and real, right? Like, this could exist. Mm-hmm. And the dude with his dog. That could be another guy. Oh, another one-off. That guy was good. What was his name? Nobody or Ghost I or somebody? I think it was just nobody. I think it was nobody. Um, but, yeah, that guy was good, too. Um, but, yeah, the world building. Or the guy John Wick stabbed in the heart. He said if he didn't remove the knife, he'd live. He can come back. True. Um, if, with the world building... 
it's somehow super detailed, but also extremely vague. So they have like endless potential of where to go with within just the world building. Yeah. And what they can do. Which like, is is so is great for them, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's such a smart way to build up your world in the fact that like it all makes sense that it's vague because they're all these like secret secret assassins, you know. Yeah. So you don't want to be like, okay, I'm an assassin, and here's a day in my life, you know, because that's stupid. Yeah. Um, that's all, like too kitschy mm-hmm. for what John Wick is. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. Hold on. Hear me out, though. <laughs> Hear <laughs> me out about this idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> a TV show. Okay. It's like six episodes. Okay, limited series yeah, type deal. Yeah, like small. Each episode is just a day in the life of an assassin. Because <laughs> when I think day in, a, day in the life of an Maybe even three episodes. I don't need a lot. Or just a one-off episode. You know, maybe like an hour, 40, 40 minutes. Just one assassin's day, a day in that assassin's life. Because I feel like when I think... Day in the life of like for and an it assassin, ends with right? Them getting killed with John Wick at the very end. Uh, could you imagine? I I I think too much of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Great movie. It is a great movie. Great but, movie. But if you think about the tone of that movie versus what the John yeah. Wick universe has turned into, that movie had no business being as good as it was. No, that's one of my favorite movies. Actually, it's incredible. Like I'm not even lying when I say that. No, it's I incredible. Used to be obsessed with Same. that movie as a kid it had no business being as good as it was like i think it's truly isn't that where they fell in love brad pitt and angela yeah, yeah. That, that's what that was the scandal because he was married to jennifer aniston were they married yeah oh but anyway or maybe they weren't married and they were just in like a very long-term serious relationship but i feel like they were married and him and angelina jolie never actually had like biological children right they did oh they did yeah okay i thought they only adopted like no, 57 they, kids they adopted but then they also i think they adopted first and then they had bio kids oh okay i think they adopted like a hundred children yes they? they did um but well, oh, fuck! You made me lose my point about uh, Brad and Angelina, Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith versus uh, John um, McTone. But yeah, like the tone of those two movies are wildly different, right? Mm-hmm. So, and because in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, oh, I remember my point. Sorry, guys, everyone listening. But my point was, if you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, these names are terrible. I think. In my humble yet correct opinion, you come out of that movie knowing if you're bisexual or not. That like that was your point. Yeah. Versus John Wick, where you don't. No, no, no I'm just saying, not because of the way it is. It's just Brad and Angelina, and they're okay. fighting with guns. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh. Like you come out of that movie being like, I do like both men and women. I mean, if it's Brad or, Pitt. Or you could be like, I just like Angelina. Or I just like Brad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I I think that they, they yeah, they don't, they, they stay away from Mr. and Mrs. Smith territory. We don't need that. That movie's that. They shouldn't go near it. Uh, but I, I, I think that, like, with the world they have, especially just the world in general, like, the fucking, like, uh, telegraph, telegram girls. 
Yeah, the, that's like, what I'm talking they're about. They're still they're using so old cool. fucking style stuff. That's what like, I, yeah. Yes. Or like the with their typewriters and they're like old ass fucking um, phone computer connectors. Screens. Yeah, and like they're just still connecting calls via. Yes, the, yeah. like 1950s style, like connecting. And they all just fucking like tat it out and shit. And then you have like the. Um, and then they have that giant like chalkboard with like each person's yeah. name that they have like a contract under and, and they have like, the, the amount of money for the it. The fucking like radio host in the fourth one that's just like fucking rad as hell and you don't ever see her actual face. Her voice is so just like perfect for what it's supposed to be. Like I don't even know how to describe the voice to you. It's so like effortlessly tantalizing and alluring but also like make sense as a radio voice mm-hmm. you know like it's it's so good love that voice great voice <laughs> yeah no I, I i agree um i there's just there's so much like going on and and the aesthetics of like the 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 neon colors in each movie yeah um and the the like the different styles of fighting that you get going on, like from the from the different weapons and, and everything. I don't know. It's just and they get more creative. The fourth movie is the most creative in its fight scenes, I think, out of all of them. Especially when you get the the, the top down like video game. Oh my shot. god, those long takes are incredible. Yeah. Through the house. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're using the dragon's breath ammo. Oh my god, it looks so whoever whoever um kind of comes up with these like storyboards right of like what kind of shots they're gonna do yeah. for these super elaborate fight scenes like g- give them all the raises in it's, the world i mean the director was the directors were fight choreographers oh they very smart they, they were uh they were fight uh yeah they were like the directors for fight choreography that's why they went and did john wick got oh so they were just like hey we're already experts in this field now let's make it even better yeah. on the screen because they know what they know what to do because they did it. Right. <laughs> they are the ones being like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna have the fight scene for this movie. We're gonna make it." And yeah. Then, uh, and, and we're gonna make it look super yeah, stylish like, and be, rad. Go, do direct, go be directors. Yeah. Um. Now it was tandem for the first movie, and then one of them went to go do something else, and it's been uh, just one guy yeah, since. Stolowski since. Now, um, sorry to kind of jump away from that real quick in the second movie where we have ruby rose as like one of the i don't know fucking doom squad members uh one of the main fodder yeah does she die i'm pretty sure that's what i thought but i wasn't pretty sure it ends with her being dead i I don't super because she says see you in hell oh yeah true yeah yeah great uh ruby rose awesome by the way yeah it's a shame she got Kicked out of being Batgirl because people didn't think she was gay enough. Isn't she like gay IRL? Yep. You, I, we've talked about this before. People didn't think she was gay enough to be Batgirl. I, I don't know how you want her oh, to sorry, be. Sorry, Batwoman. Correction. I, I don't know how you want her to be more gay she than wasn't an gay, She wasn't gay, gay, gay enough for, to be Kate Kane. Okay. Yeah, she got shit for not being gay enough. Interesting. This is this is where when uh, I, I'm not a member of the LGBT plus community, but my friends that are, I all I hear is how they're like it's the most toxic community ever. 
Yeah. And I'm like, isn't the whole point that you're supposed to be out there supporting uh, each a, other? A part, a part of why I don't involve myself in like the LGBT community, even like I did a little bit right when I was like in high school and early college. When I tell you it is exhausting to be in in that. Right. Like, They're gonna say when it's exhausting to be gay. A little bit. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't I, I'm sure you understand this, but trying to trying to like toe that very thin line of like, I don't know if this girl likes me because she also likes women or you happen to be a female, so females inherently have this very close bond with each other. And sometimes it can get really gay, and it's not. Right. Like the fact that women are way more comfortable just showering together at all so times. So being someone who's interested in women, I'm always like, I don't know if you're sending me signals or not, should I be sending signals? So then we just kind of do this dance around each other until one person eventually gives up. I just like the idea of like, are we showering together because you like me? Or are you showering together because you just trust me? It's honestly terrible. But like from like all the other friends that I have in the community they're just like it's just it's so tiring from friends that are are, are bi to, to gay to um, whatever especially most people that I know that are bi because they're like the amount of people that are like you, you're not oh you're not bi you're dating a man yeah. oh you're not bi you're dating a woman you're actually a lesbian and you just don't know it no yeah or the the pan community that fights the bi people because of hearts, not parts, or whatever. I got that whole conversation to me like years ago, so I don't know if that's still the same thing. But. I, I don't know either because I've, I've decided to take myself away from it. And like when I was younger, I would say, yes, I'm bi because I didn't know there was a better word for it, which would be pan in my case. Right. I'm not saying this about everybody else. Right. <laughs> In my own case, I didn't realize there was a better word to describe how I felt. Right. And so when I was like, oh, there is a better term for myself. So I made that transition for myself to be like, yes, this is more correct for me. Right. But the number of people like I've talked to who are either bi or also pansexual, like, I'm like, I don't even understand what you people are upset about. Like... Who, who, who is this? Is this affecting you in any way? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not in the community. I just hear it from secondhand from my friends that are. Yeah. And they're like, it's just. So anyway, my, my point was just that there was a whole thing that, that the, the community was saying that she was not gay enough. I just, I don't understand it, Which, but okay. You got me, man. Uh, she's a perfect choice for Kate Kane. Uh, and it was a bummer to, for her to after the, the first season to be like, so I'm done. Bye. Is is it that Ruby Rose is bisexual? Is she? I thought she was lesbian. Oh, I thought she was bisexual. I could be wrong. She might be a lesbian. But like, how much gayer than a lesbian do you need this person to be? <laughs> like, I don't understand how you can get more gay. Um, no, she is. She is just lesbian. She's been lesbian out in public since 12. I don't understand how you get more gay than just a lesbian. I, hey, man, I don't know. But she was like, it's not worth it. 
Yeah, <laughs> so she stopped su- being That's it. super fair. Um, which is so stupid. Because, again, perfect casting choice for Kate Kane. <sighs> um, but regardless. Um, by the way, so um, about The Matrix, yeah. real quick, when we were talking about the, the newer one. Yeah. I remember the reason why I didn't think it was all that great. Resurrection? Yeah. Uh, and it's because it's like two and a half hours of basically just a love story. Between Neo and Trinity? Yeah. Which is like fine, but it's not what you're expecting it to be, you know? Were like, they always in love? Yeah, yeah, they were. Okay. But like, it's just, like you could argue all of the Matrix was a love story. Okay. Between Neo and Trinity, I guess. Um, But like, it just, it felt unnecessary to exist almost i understand and and like and that was basically like the entire point was just the love story and not like something else and and also the entire movie constantly critiques and makes fun of the fact that trilogies are getting sequels because in the movie neo is making a game and they keep asking him to make a sequel to the matrix trilogy games that he made and so they keep pitching ideas about how they can make it new and exciting and interesting. And it's a commentary about the fact right, of right, this movie. Right. And you're like, I get it. Like it's, it, it's, it's, it? it's the same thing as like the, the Whedon effect for comedy where they, they point out the joke right. to make it funny. Right. You're like, it's not, it's, it, it's, that's not how this just always works. Right. I it, was going to say, is it, does it feel like how like the MCU will make, commentary about the mcu you know what i mean yeah or that might commentary about like their own jokes super on yeah. the nose and it's just like i don't know it's it just the movie as a whole just feels kind of unnecessary it looks nice yeah um neil patrick harris was a pretty fun villain oh he's in that movie yeah i don't know why but that feels really random it kind of is <laughs> um but I, you nah. know, it's so funny. I feel like i only take neil patrick harris as like a super serious actor even though he's like Usually a comedic. Usually comedic, like usually like in like more sitcomy kind of roles. Yep. But there's just something about him that I think he is a really good at being a serious actor, like quote unquote serious actor. Right. Where he can take on more intense roles. Right. That like that's just how I see him. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, fair enough. I usually just see him as a sitcomy kind of guy. No, th- that makes more sense <laughs> to see him that way because right. that's been like essentially the bread and butter of his career. Yeah. Even though I haven't really watched him in any of that. Right. Um, but I don't know. And either way, back to John Wick. Yeah. Um, I, I do kind of want a John Wick 5, but I want it to be necessary. And that's kind of what they've consistently said is that they're like, we would not be opposed to it. We just need it to make sense. Right. Um, and I've seen a bunch of people that are like, honestly, give John Wick 5, have it be the end of the series, and just have it be like John fighting, like, go fucking off the walls with it, have him fighting fucking demons, getting out of hell or some shit. Like, like just fucking send that man through the ringer and then be like, oh, this one jumped the shark. We can leave it forever now. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but, like... I feel like, I don't know. I just think there's... A very they they tie up four in such a perfect little bow, mm-hmm. right? That I think if they did a fifth one, it would kind of undo the ending of four. At least for me, I feel like, like it depends him how they do it on though. the steps, and then 
and then you see him with the gravestone and it says loving husband next to his wife's gravestone. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's nice. I, mean, I know, yeah. That, like, yeah, they're both dead, but still, that's nice in their what afterlife. If the, what if the fifth one's Dante's Inferno, and he's going <laughs> after his wife? And, you know, he's trying to so fight. He, he's so trying to escape hell he, to get to heaven. I was, I was going to say, his wife is in hell, or he got put in hell, and he has to get up to heaven. Yeah, yeah, he has to get up to heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Dante's Inferno, the video game. I don't know if you ever heard no. of that. Um, where uh, his wife dies, uh, but because uh, she's, like, pure... But Dante forsaked the the gods or whatever and cheated on her um, before he got back to her. That uh, her soul was thus forfeit to the devil, and so he goes into hell to f- go kill the devil and save his wife. Um, and so uh, just make it like that, except not that her her soul is forsaken. Just the fact that he's fighting his way down to hell to get to the Satan and fucking defeat Satan to get to heaven. Gotcha. No, I feel like if they It'd be did... be like a fucking awful movie, probably. It'd have to be so much CG, it would be horrible. <laughs> I feel like if they did a fifth one, it's actually also... It's a prequel as well, right? Like, The Continental is going to be a prequel uh-huh. series. Okay, they do a fifth movie, and it's a prequel. And it's like how... it And it's the meet-cute of John Wick and his wife. Yeah, it's why it's why he gets out. Yeah, right, I, I mean that could work. I feel like that would be cute, but then it's just like her progressively being like, um, "Sir, what, 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 what?" He, he it's like almost com like like sitcom style of like you know when it, in the sitcom when it's like here's this obvious problem right, and I have to solve it, but at the same time I have to tell this other person the problem doesn't exist. Right. That setup of like a sitcom episode, but in John Wick, where he has to murder a bunch of fools, and the wife is like, "Why are you late for dinner?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I, uh, I I think the John Wick movies are by far some of the best, like hands down, the best action choreography you can go to for from a movie. Yeah. In, like recent history, um, I would say um, that Shang Chi is also that up there. Especially if you're looking for wushu, I was gonna say Shang Chi is definitely a different vibe in terms of yeah. fight choreography. I think it loses itself at the in the last third, but that's that's. Not I here mean, there. It, it's it's a. It's, it's the a, only reason that movie is so much lower on my MCU it, ranking it, it, list. It, it has the problem is is that even though the first two thirds are excellent, it still has to be a Marvel movie at the end of the day. So like, you have to have that third act laser battle fight Which, if that makes sense like, like i mean we've had this conversation so many times but it's just sometimes things should be grounded and shang chi should have been a thing that was grounded yeah he's just a dude that fights ninjas he's just a dude that punches really good he punches the best even yeah he is supposed to be the best fighter and and you just went all right. Anyway, so let's make him fight a giant fucking monster dragon and give him the ten rings that are apparently now magic and whatever. It's yeah. like he doesn't need that. He goes and fights galaxy-ending threats with his fists because he's fucking cool. Yeah. It is. It is. It it, it. 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 There's nothing we can do about it. I know. I know. It's just still. It still fucking annoys me because that movie should have been so good. And it is until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ranked... Where is it ranked on my... It's ranked 31 on my list because the last third is just so bad. <laughs> like, 
it's not even just the fun. It's just not interesting was, to watch was, after was, that. Was, was Shang-Chi um, Phase 4? Yes. That's what I thought. It's a, it, anything after. Endgame, yeah. yeah. You're it's, right. It's, You're it's, right. Uh, it's Phase 4 until Phase 5, right. uh, which is already started. but Which started, Quantumanium ended Phase 4? I believe so, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, so everything after Quantumania was Phase 5. Um, Are you excited for the Marvels? <laughs> no. I have because no, I have no no feelings towards the Marvels. I'm not even gonna lie. I am only not excited because I don't give a shit about Kamala Khan's powers. <laughs> They're so lame. They're so fucking boring, and it makes her character less interesting. My one my one thing is I actually because we we had. Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Also, in, also her character, her Captain Marvel's not interesting. Well, that's the thing. I don't know that it's gonna happen, but I'm hoping they give us something, some reason to care about this Captain Marvel because in the Captain Marvel movie, Ugh. it's just so not bad. enough. The only thing going for that movie was Sam Jackson. Like it's weird in that the messaging is heavy-handed but the delivery is not enough mm-hmm. and then when we see her in infinity ward endgame it's so quick i was like yeah there's barely there's no there. development there and she's still kind of being like cocky mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so my one true hope going into the marvels is that we get some reason to care about captain marvel i i need a reason to give a shit about her which is a bummer because i really like brie larson I also it has really like nothing Brie to do with people hating Brie Larson for no fucking reason. I think Brie Larson's fantastic. I also re- I think I she's want such to a, like her as Captain Marvel. She's such a good actress, and I think she looks good as she Captain does. Marvel as well. I will say, I do think her suit should have been more colorful in the new movie. I agree. Some of those things they show. It, it's a great suit. Looks it's great. Just a I little just too wish muted. it's just too muted. Yeah, like that was what was great about the, the first. The movies. first one was super vibrant. Yeah, it had like the popping bright, bright gold and the red and the blue, but they didn't like compete with each other. Yeah. it was like really all well that balanced. suit needs was just to be brighter. Yeah. Um. I I think and I that, like her like side swept hair in this one as yeah. well. I think really that cute. Kamala Khan looks like she'll be fun in the movie. I just think her powers are boring. But like I think, that, but her as a, an actress and character are fun. I'm curious what they're gonna do with Monica though, because she's the only one that ha- doesn't have any standalone stuff, right? She, I mean, she was the. I would say she was like the supporting actress, the main supporting actress in Wandavision. I mean, I guess, but she doesn't because it's Wanda's story and Monica's story. I would say, but I feel like compared to Wanda's story, if this is Wanda's story. This is where Monica's supporting story starts. I mean, yeah, but like it, 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 it it's it, in my opinion compared to Kamala and Brie Larson, it, it's just not on the same level. This is also, I believe, the second movie to actively come out of a TV show. Mm. Two of the main characters are out of that. True. Um. Because Doctor Strange comes out of WandaVision also. True. And it does kind of hamper the movie a little bit if you didn't see WandaVision. A little bit. Um, And you could argue Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out of Loki because of the multiverse thing. But really, it doesn't. 
Like it does, but it doesn't. You could a- absolutely have seen Quantumania without seeing Loki and it'd be fine. I mean, that's what I did. Yeah. And um, I picked up on everything that was going yeah. on. But this one has two main characters that only were from TV. True. So, um, also Secret Invasion. Did you watch Secret Invasion? No. Fucking horrible. Really? Garbage. On like a horrendous. That's what like, the scrolls and Nick Fury. Yeah. Absolutely god awful. They needed at least some some ground level heroes. Are like it, like a Hawkeye being a spy too. They I needed gonna, something. Wait, I'm just gonna ask actually, are we supposed to get Haley Steinfeld with Hawkeye again? I fucking hope so. Cause I really liked her. Give me just another season of Hawkeye. As um Kate Bishop. Yeah. Like, give, just give I me think, another season of Hawkeye. I think she's so fun. I also just kinda have a soft spot for Haley Steinfeld. Oh, I think she's a great actress. She's also so hot. Like I think she's really cute. Like she looks great in the outfit. I People gave shit to Hawkeye a lot, but I thought Hawkeye was fantastic. I appreciate so much that they make her like, what is she, like 20, 21 years old? Yeah, around there. Like, I really appreciate that she's not a high school student. Right. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I appreciate that she's, she's in a, college. She's a young adult in college. It makes so much sense, and you can do so much more with that. Also, her and... um, um Shit, uh, Florence Pugh's character. <laughs> oh, fantastic! The, like the new Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, the so so fun. Yeah, they were so fun together. Are they still having her as the new Black Widow, or yeah, did they kind of like the give up on that? No, and, she's supposed to be in the Thunderbolts. Oh, okay. Um, but like, I don't, I don't keep up on the news. That's yeah, my problem. Uh, but I would just take another season of Hawkeye. Yeah, I would especially because. I know people gave shit about it, but I also like it so much because of the fact it's so grounded. I, I love how contained. It's just and fighting small some fucking mobsters. The story is. Yeah. I, like, I don't think I can express how much I appreciate that from Marvel as we know it today with this super small contained story. Because when you have something like Multiverse of Madness or Shang-Chi or Quantumanium or whatever, right? Where it's like these galactic world-ending threats. Well, yeah, you have a whole fucking cinematic universe to get through. So, obviously, they're going to sort some shit out. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you have, like, a super small, like, oh, New York City mobsters, it's so easy for them to lose the day and it not affect literally anything else. Yeah, I I, I would really just love if, if Hawkeye just was another season... And just kind of kept that small contained thing because I think it's fun. Uh, it, it made Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye much more like likable. Well, I think we just get a lot more of him because yeah. previous to that, we had extremely small moments with him. Even and and that's so, even in where Avengers Two is like about him. Weirdly. It's so crazy too because what's the first movie he's in? Thor. Yes, for like five seconds. Right, so he's in. Thor a little bit, and then we have him in Avengers. But that's how long he's been in this franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's how long he's gotten literally zero spotlight for. Same with Black Widow. Like She got more she got more prominently featured in her first appearance, which is Iron Man 2, than he did in Thor. Right. But like they still have basically the same True. Um and the uh but and she didn't get a fucking movie until forever ago. True. Uh, until, until after until, Endgame. Yeah, forever, yeah, until forever, and it took till like now. Yeah. And the movie was like, okay. It was just fine. Yeah. Like, um, I think I liked it more than most people, but like, it's whatever. 
I I I liked Black Widow. Um, not so much for the villain. The villain was kind of like nothing for me, but I liked the concepts they were going for and the themes they were going for. Oh, the villain for. was absolutely fucking horrendous. Yeah. They ruined Taskmaster. They they, You know what they did to Taskmaster? Mm. They fucking X-Men Origin Deadpool him. You're right. I have zero problem with Taskmaster being a woman. Don't give a fuck about Taskmaster's gender. But why did you X-Men Origins Deadpool Taskmaster? How that didn't work out for the fucking original play. <laughs> they had to make an entire movie to fucking fix that. Like, then, so, but you know, maybe they thought if we just try it again, nobody will be the wiser. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like the Taskmaster. Very few people give a shit about Taskmaster. Well, but, maybe that's why they did it. But Taskmaster is supposed to be like a stupid fun villain, right? Because he's a fucking loser, but he's also scary. Right. Just because he's really good at fighting people. But, like, if your main <laughs> villain doesn't speak, they're boring. <laughs> and well, then, I think and the problem is... Your main villain cannot speak if they're, you know, obviously like a mute character or something. But, like, there has to be something for them to play off of to be interesting. I think... There the, was nothing for I her. I think the problem with Taskmaster in Black Widow is... I wouldn't even say that... Taskmaster is the main villain. He, Taskmaster is essentially just like Pawn. the fighting arm yeah. of the main villain, which also doesn't help in the interesting no, aspect. But then either. you have that she doesn't talk, and then you get like this very quick, like, oh, sad backstory. So it, then you want to sympathize with Taskmaster. Taskmaster should just be a random hired goon from the person. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, they, they try to like muddle it too much. Like Taskmaster is essentially like another widow, but to the extreme and it's his own daughter and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they muddle too many things with that. Like uh, uh, Captain America 2, they have Batroc the Leaper mm -hmm. as uh, a hired goon. Well, like, the fucking loser nobody gives a shit about. But he's, it's a cool fight when he's on the boat fighting Steve and he's mm -hmm. like, what are you, just, are you more than just your shield? And he, they fucking fight and whatever. In, uh, in, in, in Black Widow, he should have just, or she, whatever. I don't care what the gender of the character was. <laughs> they should have just been a hired goon. You don't need a sad backstory. You just need them to be there as a person that the fucking head of the Red Room hired to fight Black Widow and kill them. Yeah. That's it. It's all you need. I I think yeah. I don't I don't want this to sound bad, but I think when you take the like main plot beats of the story out of the story, it's actually a really good movie. It's true. <laughs> like the family dynamic. The family dynamic is the best part. I love the opening with them as kids. I love it. And then like okay, now they're all adults, but they've all been separated and then coming back together. But it's like a super strained family unit because they were never really a family. Right. Right. It was all a front. Still, these are the people you grew up with and who essentially raised you, mm -hmm. right? So all those things, I think, are so well done. I think the chemistry that, like, the main four have together is really good. I will say, though, the movie shot itself in the foot by the fact that it came out after Endgame. Well, yeah. If, but if, also, I think, it, it, in my opinion... It would have been much more impactful if it came out pre pri prior. In, in my opinion, if, if Disney cared about the Black Widow at all, 
it would have come out before Endgame. No, it would have. Absolutely. It should have. It it, it, it mutes the movie's point it's, insanely. It's, it's a it's a phase three movie in phase four. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, it, because it, it, it basically is like, oh, I want to see more of them all interacting. And then Endgame would have happened. She's dead. And you're like, wow, I'm never going to get that. Now it's like, well, I know she's dead. So I'm not going to want right. this to happen because I know it won't. <laughs> and then it sends. And then where it leaves off is like the entrance of Infinity War. So you're just like. I get it where it's supposed to be in the timeline, but as you're giving it to me in person, real life, this is not as, like, effective. And also the thing with, like, it being after Endgame, like, she sacrifices herself to save everybody else, right? And, like, for us, that's, like, the most heroic hero moment we get for her. Right. Prior to Black Widow is her death. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's so impactful. And then, like, the scene following it with Clint just being, like, devastated and traumatized, essentially, right? But he gets the Soul Stone. Then to be like, oh, here's a Black Widow movie pre-Endgame, pre this super... It just makes you not give a shit. Like, like it, it loses all the impact and the weight of her sacrifice, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just a mess. Yeah, it really is. There's a, there's a lot I can go into about For that. The I, fact that we're also still have one more fucking we still have one more DC movie before the before James Blue Beetles. No, Blue Beetle's fantastic. Wait, um, but what what's the one after? It's fucking Aquaman. Oh yes, I just saw which um a I will say for that. I forgot I think it's all so about funny Aquaman too, because uh um uh what the fuck's her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. In that trailer for 0.5 of a second. They were like, don't think about it. <laughs> like, did, do you think they had to do that like as a contractual thing? Probably. Um, but um, I I am excited because I do like the first Aquaman movie. It's actually good. It's pretty. I think it's a fun movie. Um, I, I am. And because I, I'm, I'm really, really hoping. So, um, sp- Wow, we're already over. Uh, spoilers, potential spoilers for for Aquaman two. If 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 things I've been seeing are are true, um, do you care? No, I probably won't even watch okay. it until it's on like HBO so, Max. So okay, so there's a story in like uh, in Aquaman's history where he went from like being like the lame person no one gave a shit about to like people being like, oh shit, Aquaman's fucking rad. Where Black Manta steals Aquaman's kid. Okay, the a baby. And, like, chains them up and is, like, next to, like, a fucking active underwater volcano or some shit. And Aquaman uh, is also chained up. And he's like, you're both going to fucking die. I got you. And Aquaman rips his own hand off to get out of the chains. Damn. To unchain himself to go try and save his son. But he fails and the son fucking, the kid, the baby dies. Damn. And there's been test screenings where people have been leaving. And people are like, the baby dies! Let's go! (laughs) So people are really like, yo, if they give us the fucking baby dies story, hell yeah! That's so funny! So I kind of hope it is that story. But people are worried that they they said they had to do reshoots. And people are worried that they're going to reshoot it so that way the baby lives. Uh. Who knows? That might not even be the story. Right. It might just be awful. 
right. people are leaving because it fucking sucks. Who knows? But if that you baby want the fucking baby dies, to die. it'd be metal as shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it's a fucking raw comic. I see. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but I, I like Aquaman. I think it's one of the best DC movies. I think it's top three. Mm. Um, uh, actually, because I just I rewatched the DC movies recently to the Snyderverse movies to refresh myself. Worst decision I ever made in my life. I was going to say, were you just suffering all the way through? Pretty much. I did learn that um, Suicide Squad, I would rather watch Suicide Squad, the original one, over like four other movies. Mm. Uh, so there was that. But um, yeah, uh, number one, Blue Beetle. Okay. I, I think that's the it. best Snyderverse movie. Fantastic. Okay. Um, then James Gunn, Suicide Squad, then Aquaman. Uh, and and then it's Shazam and then Wonder Woman, but um the first Shazam yeah, and the first Wonder Woman yeah I assumed so yeah um for obvious reasons yeah because eighty four <laughs> fucking sucks uh also it's creepy it is the creepy. fact that the, he doesn't just get his own body and it's he sh- it's some guy it's really weird like and and it's not like Diana's seeing Chris Pine. She's, seeing, Trevor, the she's guy. seeing the guy and she's sleeping with this dude and it's not his up to him. It's not consensual. Like, yeah, it's, really it's gross. <laughs> like, I don't I think I think the whole problem with that movie is that, like, it kind of doesn't know what it wants to be. No. And everything it decides to be is awful. Yeah. It's eh, weirdly yeah. rushed and too slow. Yeah. No, it, it, it's gross. Um, anyway. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Vaguely Anime Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, like, follow. Uh, check out Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. You have three weeks to watch Blue Lock. Yeah. Great show. Um, so, yeah, you have three weeks. Don't forget to do that. And we will see you guys next week for whatever we talk about. Yeah. See ya. Bye.